This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, hello. We're going to be doing a program we have never, ever, ever, ever done before in the five years that our the author you your guide to book publishing podcast has been on and it well it involves marketing it certainly involves authoring it involves expertise so that's always what we like to talk about but this is kind of a unique way to look at expanding your influence your expertise your marketing with me is rosie batista and we are going to be exploring a product development, as in deck cards. How can you take the ideas within the contents of your pages, your expertise, your books, your solutions, your creativity, how can you take that and turn it into another product that becomes an accessory, standalone, uh, where you doesn't have to have a book to it, but just having a book makes it so much easier to start pulling this and making this happen. But let me tell you a little bit about Rosie. She believes everyone has a unique gift to be shared with the world. And she's determined to help you experience the freedom to share your gifts and allow that creativity that you have within to flow out. As a super creative herself, she spent her life creating these types of physical products. She fell in love with card decks after being a collector of them for years, and she began making them for herself and then for others. Some call her the queen of card decks. She then launched the card deck creation course that she teaches clients and students to make their own card decks and use it to be queen, a king or queen of their own domain rule their niche, and rein in extra money, which I love to do. And I bet you all, as listeners, authors, or authors-to-be, would love to do as well. So let's welcome Rosie to our show. Hi, Rosie. How are you today? Hey, Judith. How are you? I'm so happy to be here. I'm excellent. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually that with, you know, all the craziness that's gone on this past month, I'm feeling good. (laughs) Although, yeah, uh, although, you know, we're in a month where it's supposed to snow again and again. So, you know, eventually Mm -hmm. I I have noticed the creativity starting to surface because I have daffodils that are up about four inches coming up. So that's a great sign. It is a great sign. So I have to tell you, I, I have actually, you know, I, I always give these things away, but I have a couple of clients who have made card decks. And so I pulled them down so that I would have them in front of me. And boy, what a difference between night and day. The variable mm. where um, I see the content. I'm going to open I have one that's like in a true, um, you know, the traditional type of uh 
of uh, deck uh, that mm-hmm. you would have an ace and a jack and a king and a queen and all that. Oh, right, like playing and, cards. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And I'm looking at these, Rosie, and I see they do have ace, jack, king, and queen on them. It looks like they, someone had done a recycled deck or a plain deck. These were on, or maybe she thought this was a cute idea. I see her image oh. on here, and I see a sayings and then her uh, that. And then I have another deck that is way cool. And it has a fancy-dancy box. I mean, a hard case box. It has a mm. magnetic a, a magnetic flip that comes over. Uh-huh. Um, she found a, a designer, I think it was in Poland, that she had. Wow. They're, they're all done with different things that her cards were emulating. But they had all, there is a different picture on every card. Mm. in this deck so it's really quite beautiful quite beautiful so i you know i'm going to say that when you do it it's kind of like when i get on my rant rosie about book covers yeah you can Mm. go to you can go to fiverr and have it done for 25 bucks right um and 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 it often looks like that and i and i had you know when i have been a judge um in book competitions it the cover is often the the make or break it that do I even want to pick it up so I'm looking at this one box I'm I'm I'm, I'm having you know from one extreme to the other that this one is um, exquisite and the other one is uh oh <laughs> so, yeah well you know I, right. I'm of the school of that if you're going to make a product and put in the time and attention that you want a product that you're going to feel proud of. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really for just like, oh, let's slap a whole bunch of uh, someone else's quotes on a card and say we have a card deck. Uh-huh. So I really encourage my students to think long and hard about, like to spend a lot of the time in the brainstorming process so that they create really fun decks but impactful decks that are going to mm-hmm. make a difference, but one they're going to be proud to share, one that they're like, wow, this is my card deck and it's gorgeous and I really love it. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. yeah, it's your name. It's your brand that you're, you know, putting out there. So, you know, you want it to be, you want it to, like, you know, you judge a book by its cover. You know, you judge a, a, a coach or an author by their product, right? You kind of look at a person's product, you're like, mm, nah, you know. <laughs> so, it's important. Yeah. It is important. Well, let's, let's jump into this. So, you, you started as a collector. Um, right. and, and, and what was the, what was your tipping point? When, when did you have your come to card moment saying, well, wait a minute, maybe I should do this for a living? Well, so, so then, so part of my story is an interesting story. So I seem to, uh, and I don't, I don't want to use the word reinvent myself because I realize now that all along, like, because I was always a product creator, but I was a coach in there also. So I'm kind of now the culmination of my coaching skills, along with my, my creativity skills, along with my product making in different types of products and understanding what it takes to produce something, a tangible product that there's many steps to it. That, mm-hmm. um, so it's just, I, I was making them for myself for about 10 years. 10 years ago, I made my first deck. And then, you know, I would have people asking me. And it wasn't until recently that I did the course. You know, we know courses are like the big thing now, but it wasn't even in my head at that point until someone said to me, 
can you teach other people to do it? And I, and I never had really thought about how I would be able to do that because I'm like, well, you kind of need a certain amount of skill. But then when I started to break it down, I realized that I really, I really could teach someone and that the students that are coming out of my course are making really beautiful decks. And they do run, they run the gamut as far as skill level, I will say, because some people are creating them on some free tools that I teach, and some people do hire graphic artists, a skilled graphic artist, depending on um, what, you know, what you are, what you want to do, but they still all are looking beautiful and something that they're really proud of. So I'm really proud of that because that is the emphasis in my course and in the live components of my course, too. Mm-hmm. Well, they may have, like, you know, I'm already thinking that what what I, I'm going to be playing with, because I have several books on publishing insights from how to, you know, how to avoid 101 uh, book publishing blunders, bloopers, and boo-boos, to how to create a crowdfunding guide for authors and writers, to, um, you know, my snappy, sassy quotes. My snappy, sassy quotes could be a card deck all by itself. Um, yeah, and I, I love that because that would be like a really inspirational deck, and one of the yeah. other ones might be more of a, an educational deck. So yep. yep. There's and and th- they're all illustrated. You know, these books mm. are all illustrated with, that what we call the sheepy guys um, that doing different things, the posters that we have made to go with chapters and all those kinds of things. The graphics are there. And, and now yeah. we're, we're talking about, I'm thinking of, okay, we're just going to transition to another dimension. And I'm, I'm you're doing that. Yeah. 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 And, 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 and repurpose is one of my favorite words. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, so that's what that's what I say to people. You already have, like, when they're like, oh, I don't know what to do. You already have your deck. You already have your content. Mm-hmm. But all you're looking for now is these golden, um, small golden nuggets of digestible information. Mm-hmm. You know, your most powerful information in the shortest way possible to say to someone to make a difference. Mm-hmm. So that's well, all you're looking for, but you have it. Everyone has it already. Everyone does it. I'm so glad you're saying that. And I know that I'm right in the middle when you're talking about your course, because I do want to talk about your course, Rosie, um, when we come back from the break. But when I, uh, I, I'm right in the middle of transitioning, and I've been talking about this a little bit, but we're so close now, my book, How to Create a Million Dollar Speech. I mean, we already have 200 slides, if you can imagine, um, for for this course, because it's very in-depth. It's based on a two-day course. I teach on my book and the last mm. thing we have to do is go into the studio to do the videos that go with it now but that would be creating a a card deck <laughs> to complement that course is ideal oh absolutely and i love that you said that because this is one of the things i also spend a lot of time and attention on it's not about that you sell a card deck for you know whatever you sell a card it's not about the exchange of money for oh look i sold you know 10 card decks today or something it's mm-hmm. about like how you use them to leverage other products or to mm-hmm. enhance a course or mm-hmm. to connect with someone so that's yeah. what it's really all about yeah so here i am sitting with and, and we have about 30 seconds to our to our first break here but i'm sitting with a book book I have an ebook. I have an audio book. Uh, you know, we're going to have a an extensive 
uh, online course that people can take. Um, that's really, it's truly state of the art. I, I think we will blow a lot of quality of other people out of the water when they see it. Mm. But, but now I'm thinking card decks. I love it. All right. Everyone, it's Author You, your guide to book publishing. With me is Rosie Batista, and we are talking about how you too can create your own card deck. We'll be right back. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you? Or another? Author You shows you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out... You will find a supportive and brainstorming community that is connected and creative, no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual Author U extravaganza. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. Author U is the premier authoring resource in the country, creating community, education, guidance, vision, and success for the serious author. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. Timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted on its social media platforms, and it is free. Discover Author U, where authors go to become seriously successful. Join Author You today at authoru.org. Are you confused about publishing options? Do you know which printing option is best for your book? Does your stomach flip when you think about selling books? Or do you feel overwhelmed with what to do about book marketing and publicity? Get the answers and much more. Get them and from someone who knows publishing inside and out from both the traditional and independent sides how to make a successful book. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so. Or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand and platform, and is a success, a bestseller. It is your choice. You choose. If you want author and publishing success, you want Judith Bryles as your book coach. Sign up for her weekly blogs and e-zine at thebookshepherd.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book. If you want to be successful as an author. Your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. 
With me is Rosie Batista, and she is known as the uh, queen of card decks. And we're talking about creating an awesome product. Um, and I wanted to get into the nitty gritty of some of this. So, first of all, I think I think maybe one of the most common things that people are going to wonder: How many should they make in a card deck? How what size should they be? How should they be packaged? Um, what 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 what? <laughs> yeah. That's, so that's a question that um, people ask me all the time is how many cards can be in the deck? And, uh-huh. you know, everyone has the number 52 because that's a deck of cards. cards in there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like we're, we're kind of conditioned for that. It's also a nice number because um, you can have things like, okay, pull a card a week. You know, there's 52 weeks. So there's just all kinds of like, but it doesn't matter as far as the exact number. I have people that have. I had a numerology woman once whose cards I made, so her cards were chakra numerology cards. And she said, okay, well, this is my magic number, and it was 44. Um, for me, my, my company was Sleeping Naked After 40, so my first card deck was 40 cards because I had a 40-day video program that it went with and, you know, the Sleeping Naked After 40, so it was 40. So you can pick something that's like a special number to you, but somewhere no less than 30 because then it looks too small, not enough, and no more than 50, say, four, because then you have problems in some boxes that, like standard boxes, and you wind up stuffing them in. So I would say somewhere between there is um, you can pick anything in between there that works for whatever kind of psyche you're feeling at the time. And then you wanted to know about sizing of cards, and that is pretty much um, up to the person as well. Because there are so many, each each printer has um, different templates that you can use, and they also do custom sizes too. So again, it doesn't matter. You can almost pick anything that you want. All right. So now we know the sizes, which are all over the mm. place. <laughs> we have right. So really, so basically, it's a custom product, and, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the thing. That's what makes it really so fun. There's not really there's so many, like, whenever, when anyone asks me a question, I'm always like, it depends. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm becoming the girl that says it depends. But it does depend on certain <laughs> things. It's almost like building a house, and this is what I liken it to. Because I'm like, you need to know all of the your choices. Like, you need to know what kind of box you're going to use or what kind of bag you're going to use or how you're going to package it, really, before you decide how big the card's going to be. Because you want it to fit in the thing, right? And some things give you more flexibility. So, but you get to think about all of this and to kind of create in your mind what you want your product to be, which is really part of what makes it so fun to create. Mm-hmm. I have seen cards put in like those gauzy jewelry bags um, with a ribbon mm-hmm. around it, especially if their card is more for a female audience. Um, right. Where they and maybe you have some thoughts about gender or industry groups that you're designing your cards, what packaging should look like. Have you thought about that? Yeah, and so I've, I've had some people make a custom box. So the thing with the custom box is a little more of an investment because they, uh-huh. you know, you have to buy certain amounts of, of boxes, right, because it's a little different kind of production. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had people use really nice tins. So when I'm, when I'm uh, working with um, someone's card deck and I'm doing it, or even for my students, I, you know, there's in one of my modules on the packaging, I'm like, pick your mm-hmm. package first. So mm-hmm. I had someone that fell in love with this tin, 
So then he just made the cards the size of the tin. And and that works out great. And there's other boxes and things Ooh. that you can look at out there. I like the tin idea. I think the tin idea might be less expensive than a box, but I could be wrong. Well, it's it's up there in cost, but it's doable, and it's also indestructible. So it's not going to get banged up. You can put other things in it. You know, if you you are enhancing your card deck with something, like some people put little things in it and make it almost like a game or just a little, like, charm or a jewel or something like that. But for, um, I had a video, a video coach who teaches people how to do video and his, uh, video prompters, we put them in a tin. Cause it just was a little more, I guess you would say, you could say masculine. I mean, it, he didn't want to put it in a, in a bag. <laughs> so, no. Yeah. No, the, and here's the <laughs> other thing with the gauzy bags, they tear. They tear. And then they you have tear. loose cards. I mean, especially if you're going to do a, a, a deck. Of more than 10 cards or so. I mean, if it depends on the size of the card because you can get those, those little bags in all kinds of, of uh, sizes. But right. if they start putting weight in them, that's the problem. I mean, that's what I yes. would be concerned about. Yes. And this is another idea. I, I worked with someone um, just yesterday, and so she has a book on food intuition, and she's making a deck of cards to go along with her book. And what we came up with after we had decided and we flushed out what her content was going to be, that she would put her cards on a ring, like a key ring. Because yeah. it would be a nice thing for people to carry around with them, those cards, because they were about, you know, helping people hone in on, like steps to hone in on your intuition. It was a part of the book that we had decided would be something that she wanted her audience to work on a little bit more. And the little key ring where you can stick it in your purse and carry it around like that, was a, a really good idea for that specific, you know, that specific uh-huh, book. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, those really those are, those are teeny weeny. If you're doing it on a key ring, that's a teeny weeny deck of cards. Well, not just not. I would say you know they'd be maybe two by three or something like that, and they could also be square. Uh-huh. So there's a yes. lot of different options. All right, so square. And then what about, uh, you know, I have a question. What about, you see some cards that have uh, square, they're squared off at their edges, some are rounded. Is there a preference? Well, I always, um, I don't even think about it anymore. I just always recommend the rounded because, you know, if you think about anything like that starts to bend after a while, the corner, a sharp corner. It could, Ah. you know, and just kind of get like a little, it's just a little thing that like matters to me. I mean, because if you just, just from youth alone and then maybe even shuffling them, they might get stuck in your hand or whatever. A lot of people like to know what, like, it's important with the size too, to feel different sizes in your hand and to see if, if you want people to shuffle them, are they easy enough to shuffle? So I just had someone that also um, did a, um, a deck of cards that were more based for, uh, for kids. Because she has a whole, you know, she has a, mm. a books and Little a hands. whole bunch of products. Yeah. Little yeah. hands. So she originally made them larger, and then she says, oh, no. She thought it would be fun large, which they are. But then she said, oh, my God, little hands can't wrap around them. So you, you have to keep all these things, mm-hmm. like these, all the decisions along the way to make the best product. You have to just make decisions that are appropriate along the way. And then you come out at the end with something great. 
Well, I guess you could make a deck of cards for a children's book because all kids' books have a moral, a moral to them. There's, you know, that's one of the things, especially, yeah. the, you know, the colored books, illustrated books, there's always a moral um, yeah, in there. And, it, and, and the, you and could, the, but. A teaching component as well, mm-hmm. right, for mm-hmm. like teaching, which we can do, too. We can pick the part of our book where we really want to hone in on, like the parts that that you really want someone to remember. Like, okay, this is if you do this or you do these action steps from my book, it's going to make a huge difference if you just keep practicing this. So those well, are the kind of things that you want to dig out. Yes, but there's, you know, there's also another way, and I, we should bring this up, because coming from a corporate market uh, years and years ago, that um, I we really had... Um, a lot of things going on where we would use training decks, training cards, whether it was oh. team building or in leadership or management. Now, those of you who are listening in who write biz books, you really might want to consider this because this is something that you could as a, a marketing thing to an HR department. Oh, um, absolutely. And in using that you could really pulled in together. So just, just a thought. The other thing is for those of you who do webinars, um, or, or remote types of, of, uh, presentations, trainings of that sort, these could enhance, uh, what you do. And you, you, you know, you would sell them, uh, if not at more than the price of what a printed book would be. So just a thought. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm for sure. I think they can command a little bit, uh, you know, more. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They're also more, you know, a little bit more expensive to print than than a book because we have so oh, they, many oh, yeah. uh, less expensive options for, for books now to print. So they do command a higher price. But also um, to your point of like challenges, people are doing challenges with their cards. So, you know, you say, okay, how many cards can you go through? And then you offer like it's a really good way to to bring your community together, teams, you know, okay. connections. <laughs> okay. So we're coming up to, to, uh, to a break here, but I have got to understand what this challenge thing is. How do we do challenges um, oh. with the ca- cards and give you scenarios? <laughs> I mean, you could start it off. We've got about 30 seconds for the break. But okay, so, a, cha- so. A, ch- a scenario would be what for a challenge? So, um, I'll use my, well, I have, okay, so I have a business coach who has, um, her content is she has blogs, she has, um, you know, a community mm-hmm. of people that she's always teaching. So she has a card deck called Stretch Yourself. She has a okay. program, a hold challenge that. called Stretch right. Yourself. Mm-hmm. All right, hold on the Stretch Yourself. We're going to be right back, and we're going to find out oh, how all of us can stretch ourselves here with, with Rosie Batista. We'll be right back. Great. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Discover the power of you and your book at the Judith Bryles Unplugged events. Each summer, Judith Bryles Book Marketing Unplugged unfolds over three intensive days working with just Judith. You get publishing strategies, author and book platforms, book marketing panache and pizzazz, 
and authoring tools to take you and your book to rock star success. In the fall and winter, Judith Bryles Speaking Unplugged includes Judith as your coach and mentor during two powerful days. You will learn how to structure a speech, how to create openings and closings, how to find gigs that pay you and sell your books, and you will get one-on-one -on -one coaching. Go to thebookshepherd.com and click on the Events tab to learn how to participate at the next Unplugged Workshop event. Congratulations on getting your book published. The effort you put into your work is truly commendable. But what's next? What will happen to all the knowledge you have worked so hard to acquire to produce your book? Here at Toginet Radio, we can provide you a platform to keep your knowledge working for you through the power of podcasts. The subjects our podcasts cover are as varied as the grains of sand on a beach. From life coaching, to military resources, to business success, even to the paranormal. We have a place for everyone. To get started on your next step, call Scott at 903-787-5880 or email him at scott at toginetradio.com. That's S-C-O-T-T at T-O-G-I-N-E-T-R-A-D-I-O dot com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, with me is Rosie Batista. She is known as the queen of the card decks, and we're really talking about how you could take your book and turn it into another product to complement or stand alone doesn't matter so or maybe you have your book in the works and you could have notes you know or maybe you have a book of quotations like i do my snappy sassy salty book but rosie teased us and she was talking about a challenge and she led into her her one of her coaches she's working with so i'm interested in this challenge so what how would a challenge work yeah yeah so distract yourself so what she does is, so this is an all-encompassing, reaching thing. So she, she um, has, you sign up for the challenge, and you have certain things you have to accomplish in a month. And uh -huh. every time you do it, you, you know, check it off. You, you go into a group. You have accountability. But she has the card deck also to kind of complement this, where, you know, it'll be either an inspiration about what you can do or, or a way to do it or just, like, enhancing the whole experience of it. Um, always drawing you back, so she'll have on her card deck the blog that you could go to where she goes deeper into that content. So she kind of gets you from every touch point, from like the physical cards in your hand to showing up online to reporting in your work to accountability. So I kind of see card decks as really a way to get to embrace people. Like we have all this digital stuff. And, mm -hmm. you know, you can even read your book online. You can listen to the book. But for a card deck, you know, you have that thing. You have it sitting by your computer. You're like, oh, here's a deck of cards. I'm sitting here. Let me, let me get my brain right and let me pull a card. But it's, it's just a different thing to snap you out of. So mm -hmm. for a challenge, so the, the, um, also my other client that has, is the video guy. He's having everyone do a video challenge. If you, every time you do it, you report back in, you know, hashtag, whatever. 
And so, again, it's bringing people back. What's everybody talking about? What's this thing they're doing? I want that. Mm -hmm. I do, too. It kind of works like that. Yeah. Oh, no, I do, too. Yeah, I I can remember being in some of my friends' house. The first my first experience with a card deck were angel cards. Little, they were little cards, Mm. little little guys. They were like oh maybe two by three. I'm I'm, Mm -hmm. I know you can't see me, but I'm making my hands looking like two by three, (laughs) and Mm -hmm. and um and they were just kind of they were inspiration. They were really inspirational. Mm -hmm. They were they were thoughtfulness. Um, some had mm-hmm. spirituality in them, but they were just, and she just had them laid out and, and it was a random pickup. This is kind of like to be our thought for the day, you know, and I, I kind of loved it on that. And I, I, she probably found them at a stationery store. That's where they used to find right. those things today. But I'm going to encourage all of you that if you haven't really thought about cards, that if you go into a bookstore, this is brick and mortar. Because I think that you need to have a sense of feeling them, seeing what they look like. Because mm-hmm. some of the some of the artwork is exquisite on some of these, um, and some are plain Jane. But there's there's something for everybody. I like to say, and and you can see them um, as they as they float around. But you can get that sense of uh, maybe it'll noodle you on on how you're thinking, where you could go with them with it, which I always kind of love when those opportunities come. That's one of the things I suggest, too, in my course is like, you know, go walk around in a bookstore, go walk around in Barnes & Noble and feel things and look at things and see what appeals to you and, like, Mm -hmm. sizes and just different things. Like, what is it that, like, attracts you is going to probably attract the people that are attracted to you. That's absolutely right. So that's why you do want to bring that in. Um, So you get that experience and you have it, which I love on that. And it also, I find that it, you know, you're talking about your stretch yourself, stretch yourself, do the, do the internal challenge. Um, And then what you can do is that you, you'll be surprised what your noodling (laughs) might come up with. What could you do? How could you go with it? Um, and that right, kind of thing, exactly. which, yeah, which I fun. think, yeah, yeah. One of the things Rosie you're talking about is so, uh, you know, we're kind of, we're kind of tap dancing all around this, but how do they hone in to what direction they should go in? So this is where it's really important. And I stress this a lot is building the strong foundation first, because then, you know, your house of cards is nice and strong. But what, mm-hmm. I, so what I mean by that is you want, to, you want to know what you want your audience to do with these cards. Mm-hmm. So you kind of work backwards. You say, okay, I want to give this piece of information to my clients. Why? What is the thing that they're always asking you for? Because you know there's always something that your clients say, oh, tell me that again, or can you repeat that, or it's the question they ask over and over, or the thing mm-hmm. they need from you. Right, or the most important part of what you're saying in your book that you want them to get out of. So what, you know, so what is, what is that meat? So when you need to know that, so that, like, that's the strongest thing is like knowing how you're going to ask them to engage with the cards will help you when, when the process starts with like designing them. So the design part is like the part that's kind of in the middle. Like you think, oh, what's the design going to look like? First, you need to know what you're going to want them to use it for? What's the you know the total outcome? What what do you want from them? And what is, you know what are they always asking you for? Are you giving it to them? 
mm-hmm. in this nice digestible, you know, digestible pieces that will, I, I, they can be transformational because it could be sometimes it's just that one thing that snaps them out of wherever they're thinking at that moment, you know, onto the next thing. Mm-hmm. So that's where it is. Now, you had told me that there's always three questions every card maker to be should be asking. What are they? Right. So you want to know, again, it's like you want to think about what is the what is the thing that your client's always asking you for? I kind of mumbled them together a little bit. So what are they always asking you for? What is the thing that you talk about most of the time? So that if I said, oh, my God, you know, Judy, she's always saying that. She's always saying that same thing. Like <laughs> mm. they know they just attribute it to the thing that you're yeah, always talking exactly. about. Right? So um, what is that? So then you know kind of where, you know, what that content is going to be. And again, what is the thing that they, they're always asking you for? And what's the thing that's going to make the biggest impact in their life that you, that if they did it, would make a difference? If they did it, they'd say, oh, you know, that one thing you told me that really just pushed me in this mm-hmm. direction or pushed me in that direction or made me think in a different way. Mm-hmm. So you, you just really want to go there. You want to go to like the end outcome. You want to kind of put yourself in their position. Like they're going to get this thing in their hand. Mm-hmm. And then what's going to happen when they get it? And what do you want to happen? And they create from mm-hmm. that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell me, you you had, your first deck was, on, your personal first deck was on which book of yours? Because so everyone, that, uh, yeah. Rosie is an author herself. So she's just not yep. a product creator. She's she's one of us. I am. Um, <laughs> my book is Sleeping Naked After 40. Oh. So when I created <laughs> Sleeping Naked After 40, that was my guidebook. I had yeah. Cooking Naked After 40, which was the yeah. cookbook that went with it. I had The Naked Ooh. Truth, which was the journal that went with it. And then I had The Naked Deal, which was my card deck. So my card deck was, and the way that came about was from clients asking me, oh, Rosie, I wish that you could, because I did video also, I wish that you could always be in my ear you know, with the one small thing that I can do because it's just so overwhelming and all these changes I have to make. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, a deck of cards, I'll give them one small thing to do every day. Mm -hmm. And my brain seems to work in these small little nuggets, which is why this is like the perfect, uh, you know, thing for me to be doing. This is my gift. I always encourage people to give their gift. This is my gift because I think in these small little jewels. And I was able to, those cards just came like really uh, I call it a divine download. They just came shooting out of me one day. I'm like, I don't know where this is coming from, but I'm capturing all of this. And I just wrote them all on index cards. And this was like my first, my first time. And I had no idea, like, how am I going to, I just knew I wanted it back. I had no idea. How am I going to do this? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. there wasn't anywhere that I could go at the time except for figuring it out. So made lots of mistakes to figure it out, but eventually figured it all out. But that was really, um, I loved those the most out of my whole product line. And so if I was speaking and in the back of the room was selling something, I would always push the card deck because I would say, you know what, these things are like, you're going to make a change if you do this. You know, I promise you, you do these every day and it's going to be, you know, transformational for you. So your naked so deal was more inspirational for people where they were how-tos? What, 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 was, what was the typical saying on the back of it. So I didn't, it wasn't um, saying it was action steps. So I would have, mm-hmm. uh, it was really just changing your perception on things. So it was, it was about self-love and it could be as simple as, you know, can you add a salad into your day today? 
and giving them like a few, you know, can you go look at the kale in the aisle or the this in the aisle? You know, my book was about all of those changes you make physically and spiritually, but so the card deck was the one little thing that you can do. Because sometimes we read a book, we're taking in all the information, but are we doing the action step that goes with it? Not always. So I looked at the cards as, you know what, I want people to take action because I feel that when you take action, you can have all the knowledge, and if you don't use it, mm-hmm. you know, it's not as, uh, it's not going to, to make that change as much. I'm like, this is a one small thing. If you say you're overwhelmed, just take that one card and do that thing. One was going out and buying yourself, like, the most, like, expensive lipstick. Like, go spend something on yourself because a lot of my clients are like, no, I can't do that. Or they were struggling with, like, that piece of, like, they're not worth doing that. They were raising a family at the time or whatever, and they, they put themselves last. So even just going out there, it was amazing, like, the feedback that I would get. And they would say, like, oh, I feel really guilty or... I've never done this before. Oh, my God, I feel so pretty in my lipstick. So it just brought up all these emotions. So that's Mm -hmm. why I get so excited about them because I feel that, like, when we create them from a place of, like, I want to give someone something that they're going to do, right, something that they're going to think about, something that's going to switch them, and it only takes a simple thing. Like, we need that one small step. So so the cards are really... I think mostly they're, they're, they're to infuse some kind of a change, whether it's behavior or th- thinking or uh, uh, something. But it's, yeah, they're mean, just, they're not namby-pamby. No, I don't do, yeah. I don't, uh, you know, look, I can't stop what anyone does, but I, if, if, like, that is not what I teach. And if I am working with someone directly or in my, live Q&A parts of my course, I yep. really am very, like, the way right. I'm telling you about this is what I'm saying to them. Like, you want Perfect. this to be powerful. Like, don't slap something together just for the sake of saying, I have a deck of cards. I, right. I'm not interested so, in that. <laughs> Rosie, when we come back, let's talk about the, the course. Um, after our final break, we'll be right back. It's Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and guide to collaborate with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You do not need more problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Riles will shepherd you through the maze and chaos. At times, she has had to step in and rescue a book. A book that has been sabotaged by a publisher, by a publishing service provider, and sometimes even by the author. If you want author and book success, connect with her today at thebookshepherd.com. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Tis the season to be thankful and to reflect on all of God's goodness. I am especially grateful for you, my listeners. Fitness Minute with Annette Hammond is broadcast across the world on the American Forces Radio Network 
and goes into over 179 countries and every U.S. ship at sea, multiple times a day, seven days a week. It is also broadcast across the United States on numerous radio stations several times each day. Thank you for your emails and encouraging words. I am passionate about healthy living, and I'm thrilled that this radio feature is making such a difference in the lives of so many millions of people. I am grateful for you and declare that 2016 will be your healthiest and fittest year yet. I will be with you all the way, cheering you on on the radio. Merry Christmas from Fitness Minute with Annette Hammond. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book. If you want to be successful as an author. Your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. We're talking to the Queen of Decks, Rosie Batista. Her website is thequeenofcarddecks.com. And um, and you can find out all kinds of information on the website, queenofcarddecks.com. I keep wanting to put deck cards in front of it, but it's queenofcarddecks.com. I wanted Rosie to go through some of the things that happen in the course that she has online. This is all online, which is very cool. So talk a little bit about what, what gets unfolded and revealed in it. Yeah, so I wanted to have something where, because it always frustrated me personally when I took a course and I was left like hanging without all the information. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure people had that. So I take them from really, like we talked about, crafting that, like brainstorming the great idea to crafting the great idea, all the way through to having the card decks in their hands. So, you know, all the packaging options, the printing options, uh, you know, getting the ISBN number for it, all of the things that it takes to get the card deck in their hand. So that's all by video. And then I have an active Facebook live group where people can come in and share and support. And that's mm-hmm. been really fun for people. And then I do two live components as well. I do a live mm. Q&A and I do a live open office hours where people can come in and ask me questions when my office is open. So mm. that's been, people really like that because, you know, everyone always winds up having a question that they can't go, they can't find or something. And, uh, that's, that's been great. And people really like that part. And I like that part because I get to see what people are doing. Um, I also take a really big stand in my course and I tell you right off the bat. And you could probably tell by just talking to me. I say this, <laughs> I say no one gets out of here without a deck of cards. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, of course okay. I, I don't have, I don't have all the control over that, but as much as I can support them is what I mean by that, that I really want you to mm-hmm. succeed and come out with a deck. So, you know, that's very important to me. And, um, you know, that's what I try and accomplish with my course. Well, it's so, and how long does the course take? I mean, how much time goes into this? I always like to know that. Um, Yeah, yeah. what what would be the average, you think? So, again, I'm going to tell you it depends, but I'll give you examples. It depends because I don't know how fast you work or how, how much time you're putting in because there is some things you have to do, especially if you're designing yourself or if you're hiring a designer. There's different parts of you that are involved in that. You know, if you have a designer, you have to check on things, okay things all the time. If you're just doing it yourself, you have to put the time in.
But I had one girl come out in a month she was done, which was like, wow. She was determined to be out in a month. Other ones, mm. you know, um, two to three months. And I would say that if you put in a fair amount of time, you know, because mm-hmm. we all have other things going on and you weren't mm-hmm. devoting 100%, you could do mm-hmm. it in, you know, two to three months. So, um, yeah, you know, it's... It's totally doable. I have other people that, you know, people buy courses and they don't do anything, which I don't ever understand that. Even though I've done it. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, These the stats are horrible. Um, 80% of people who buy stuff online don't do anything with it. And I, I don't always understand. Like, I don't understand why I do it myself. And so, and it's, it's uh, you know, not a reflection on anything other than we just get busy, but I do try as best I can to, like, keep on engaging people. Okay, how can I help you? How can I, you know, what's it going to take to give them little tools to, like, stay accountable to themselves, right, because it Mm -hmm. is a self-study in certain ways. You know, stay accountable, show up in the group, have people hold you accountable, you know, all the things. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you're – and hopefully that you'll use your tools because it will be fun and you really understand the value of finishing because you're going to have something at the end that's really valuable. To you which and is, to the people that you Yeah, which is way fun uh, that you can have them. And actually, when you're talking about two, three, or four months, that's really nothing. When you think about how long does it take you to write a book, people? Um, you oh can get it drafted fast if you've got all your yeah. your nuts in place. And you know yeah, where all, all the marbles are. You know where all this is. But the reality is that it takes... It takes a while. So if you're thinking about doing graphics and content and all this other stuff, um, a couple of months is nothing, in my opinion. In in my opinion. <laughs> right. Right. Because the thing is, too, I mean, I wrote a book, and, like, that was like, oh, my God. Well, I don't even <laughs> I don't want to get into that gory story. It really took me a long time. Yeah. But, um, yeah. you know, it, it's like, so if you, if you, whoever we're talking to, you guys have books, like then this is like, you already have the content, but you have to go creating it again. It's there. You know, we mm-hmm. just have to get it out, right? Mm-hmm. I have certain ways to kind of get that out. I also mm-hmm. offer like a special, like I find the two places that people get the, that if they're going to get stuck, they get stuck or they just want the extra support is in the beginning when, they're like, I'm not sure if this idea is good or this other idea. I have too many ideas or I'm not sure which idea to really hone in on your idea. So that I have a certain way that I take you, a certain thing I take you through to really get clear on that. And then right before you go to print, I have a like uh, peace of mind before you go to print, you know, session where we just look at it, make sure everything looks good, that it's going to print well, that I don't see any of the little mistakes that I know are possible to make. Mm. And so those are two like, like foundational things on either end that that I I offer as well in case you're like oh I'm not the type of person that could just do it myself without having a little bit of like one-on-one attention so I do offer that as an as an option as well all right so what I'm hearing is that you don't turn with your course you don't turn them loose you're you know here's it put your money in you're on your own people that they actually have the ability to come back and do a checkpoint with you. Is that correct? Did I hear that they right? Can. Yes. Mm-hmm. At the moment, that is what I'm offering. I, I mean, mm-hmm. because, like I said, I want you to have your thing, and I like it a lot. It, like, you know, I, I really love 
that's mm-hmm. part of it, the, you know, digging in and, and getting to it. And yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's really, yeah, it's way fun when you can do it that way. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, I think it's hopeful just, just you can be together in my on track, in my nuts. Um, that is, that if, is my idea bonkers <laughs> or is it something I have to tell you, your title for your book is fabulous. The, the, and, and then you have a cookbook that we can cook naked after 42, which, um, yeah. that's, that's intriguing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, my, can I, my sleeping naked after 40, a title, um, was a gift to me that I call that like another, like a divine gift that landed in my lap yeah. because I literally yeah. was driving. I remember the moment and I'm driving yeah. and I'm like, Oh God, you know, what, it, I was thinking like, what kind of, like, what could I, I, it would be so great if people could just feel comfortable in their own bodies enough to like be sleeping mm-hmm. naked, like if mm-hmm. it's comfortable in their own skin. And all of a sudden that came in and I'm like, Oh, what is that? Is that a book? Is that a course? Is that my business? Mm-hmm. And it really became all of that. <laughs> so all I mean, I'm so excited about that title is so expansive because even now as I've evolved more spiritually mm-hmm. to now it's become like, you know what, like take off all the masks that you wear all the time. Like, let your mm-hmm. naked self out there, you know, show up like with all of yourself instead of mm-hmm. hiding. So, yeah. Well, it, it is intriguing. It is intriguing, which I mean, that's when you talk about titles. Let's go back to naming our your deck um, where you're, oh. you're you, you know, the naked deal. Really clever, I think, because it, it is right. you have branded nakedness so that yeah. you've got this you're on a roll. I mean, you could do so many different things with that. Right. Uh, or you did. You've already done it. But for all of you who are listening right. that you want to really think that, it, you know, is keep it in part of your brand. Um, yeah. I've always I've always told authors their name or their brand. Name's the brand, mm. but but you have these products that come off it, and those of us who have written multiple books are going to have multiple titles. But if you can bring it together, um, that's the way to do it. And it could very well; those of you with multiple titles could very well be thinking of possibility of multiple decks that you could oh, create sure. because each stand yeah. alone. You know, they yes, each I really have, do um, stand alone. I have multiple decks, but they all have a theme running through them. So they're definitely mm-hmm. different. But, you know, it's, uh, you can tell they're like from the same, you know, like the, the same brand, but they're definitely, they don't have to be together at all. But you can tell they kind of go. So that's kind of what I, you don't have to have like the exact title, but something that's complimentary, really, I think is the best. Well, complimentary would be a good thing, I think, as you pull that all together. Well, that's exciting right. on that. And how many years have you been doing this, Rosie? So my that first deck was with two thousand. Oh, it's even. I thought it was ten years ago. I guess a little longer than that. A decade. <laughs> but the reality <laughs> is, you created a business out of it. You've done so much with right. it, and what right. and what you're doing is showing people a window. Um, that they can take it advantage of it because I, th- I don't think a lot of people think that way. I, I think a lot of a lot are aware that these decks are out there, but they don't think that they apply to them. And what you're opening up a window is saying that, well, yes, they do. Um, yes, they and, do. Yes. Yeah, and and they're very yeah, complimentary. 
Yeah, and if someone is like, oh, I can't read another book right now. It's just way too much for me. Okay, you're in the middle of a book. Take the cards, and then, you know, if you love it, <laughs> buy the book later. You know? <laughs> I got all angles oh, no. covered. <laughs> oh, no. You got to bundle. You don't know. No. Yeah, bundle them. Yeah, bundle them. Oh, and, and that's true. The- yeah, yes, you do the bundle and you bring them together so that they have that. Um, that that would be Absolutely. marketing 101. All right, so you have yeah. that. So, and then I'm going to now take it another step on the marketing is that you you should create a bookmark. I'm I'm really a big believer now that mm. that so many people are not using business cards. They they bring them and they put it in their mobile or their you know on their contact page and then they toss it. Mm. Um, and that the thing is, bookmarks people hold on to. So if you if you do have these different products, for heaven's sakes, make sure you. Straw out what you have if you're going to bring this on, and you bring them all on so they are all visually seen. And with that, Rosie, it's, we're at the end of our show. So, everyone, you can find Rosie at go to www.queenofcarddex and dex is plural dot com. Find out if there is a card deck in you. I'll bet there is. So the thing is, are you going to take the action step to implement it? Thanks for being with us, Rosie. Thank you. All right, everyone. We'll see you next week on Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. In the meanwhile, happy writing and to a great publishing experience. Thank you for being a part of Your Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. 